Well, it wouldn't be a uh, Wednesday. Uh, today is Wednesday, isn't it, Cody? Yes. Without me <laughs> talking about uh, the state of Cody Elliott's facial hair. <laughs> and, uh, folks, it has grown out a little bit more. It's not as close cropped as it was last week when we recorded the latest episode or the last episode of the Rocktown Sports Pod, Rockingham County's only all-local sports podcast. But it still looks good. Playoff beard. Yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> playoff beard. It's happening. <laughs> uh, and you know what that means. If Cody is growing a playoff beard, that means we are in the passionate throes of the high school basketball playoffs. And, you know, all the sports really were in the postseason. But we're going to mainly talk some basketball. Uh, and I think we got to start with the – and really – Riddle me this, Cody. I mean, regional stuff has been set, right? Even yes. before these district tournaments started. Is Correct. that is that both three C and two B? Yeah, everything's set now. We pretty much know where everybody's gonna actually we do know, it's not pretty much. We know everyone's gonna be on uh starting Friday night for three C. Uh two B gets underway on Tuesday, um, next week. Um, but, yeah, we know where every team's going to be at already, even though these district tournaments are still going on. Yeah, and I'll tell you, and, you know, good good for, you know, we talked about Harrisonburg uh, boys, uh, you know, back in the in the Valley District Tournament for the first time in, in three years, I want to say. Uh, I could be wrong there. And, you know, we not that we debated, but, I mean, we just kind of brought it up. You know, do they want to rest for Region 5? Do they want to... You know, uh, Region 5D, do they want to do this and that? And then, you know, here they are winning. Yeah, it, it, you, if if you're at that game the other night against Spotswood um, in, the, in the Valley District semifinals, it was very clear they weren't uh, – looking past that game or considering a practice or a resting game or anything like that it was very clear by the by the fan base um you know the people in the in the stands um the reactions on the bench the the way uh don was into it um it was a very passionate game probably the game of the year so far on the boys side and um it was very clear they took that very seriously and uh when jason walker had the the tip in with three seconds left to, to give them the win um just the reaction you could tell that meant a lot to them and it's something that they'd been waiting for for quite some time <laughs> and you know and kudos to the to the valley district coaches for for valley district coaches and athletic directors for for two things here one getting harrisburg back in the valley district tournament uh two with, with harrisburg class five figuring out a way where harrisburg's involvement in the in the district tournament would not screw up anybody else's seedings and, and and I think it's really it's been a boon. I believe. I mean, it, it just seems like a great atmosphere. The way it should be. I believe Don said in your story. Uh, you know, this is the way. This is why we belong here. This is why Harrisburg should be in the Valley District Tournament, no matter what classification they are, because it it, it it's just it was just a great atmosphere. Yeah, and I thought especially it worked out perfectly almost for the city county teams, especially on Tuesday night. You had a really good atmosphere because you had T A Broadway on one side of the county playing in both the boys and girls sides, and then um, you had Spotswood Harrisonburg on the other side of the county um, playing for the other semifinal spot. Um, you knew obviously Spotswood had both spots already clinched for their regional burst, um, but the, for the for the other side of the bracket, I mean, you know, people are, are trying to say these district tournaments don't matter, but the Valley really did it the right way because it still did. Um, now, granted, Broadway still probably had a chance of clinching that wild card spot if they wouldn't have won, but TA was playing for a regional berth on Tuesday night or Monday night. Um, TA boys were and the Broadway girls were. Both both of those teams, um, with losses, they, their seasons ended. With wins, they would have went to regionals and, and they would have been playing for another four or five days, so... Um, you know, while the bull run still has some things to figure out there in terms of how to kind of maybe make that work with Region 2B and the amount of Class 1 schools they have in their district and things like that, um, I think, you know, 
it, it, it worked out really nicely this year with the way the Valley did it, um, setting up Harrisonburg on that top bracket with whoever was the, the top seed and then putting two teams there battling it out for that other uh, number two spot in the Region 3C tournament. Now, in, in two, it, going back to the Bull Run, I mean, that re, even before the Bull Run District tournaments started, Region 2B was set, right? Yeah, it wasn't officially set because there were still a couple teams in the Shenandoah that had to play their last regular season games. But, yeah, essentially um, the, there were there were three teams. I believe it was Luray, um, Madison County, and I want to say Stonewall maybe. Yeah, I believe it was Stonewall. And those three schools on the boys' side were already – they, there was no possible way for them to get into the regional tournament, um, no matter what happened in the district tournament. So that's where I had some issues, just in terms of if you're going to have the district tournament, um, if one of those teams goes on a run, I don't know how you can't reward them <laughs> in some way. You know, you got to find a way there to get get somebody a regional spot there if they go on a run like that. Yeah, and I had you know I saw your tweet and I had an issue with it. Well, anyone that knows me knows I was going to have an issue with that. I mean, it's in your point exactly. You know, let's say what if Stonewall or or, or a, you know, one of those other teams goes on this run, wins the Bull Run District Tournament Championship, and then that's it. Well, and, and and you know, I say they need to do something similar to what 3C does. In terms of 3C, you have the Valley gets two bids, the Seminole gets two bids, the Jefferson gets two bids, the Shenandoah gets the one bid now between Fort or Wilson, and then there's that wild card spot that is basically whoever has the highest rating. If you want to base it around the ratings, in which is what Region 2B has really put a lot of emphasis on, um, that's fine with me. And then, you know, even in 3C, it's not seeded off the once, – once you get in, they reseed you based off your ratings. So in my opinion, with 2B, you know, you take the Shenandoah, take two or three from that district, take two or three from the Bull Run, put Buckingham in there, and then, you know, have a wild card or two that you can fill out with, you know, a surprise district winner or, or a surprise team that finishes the district runner-up in the tournament. Um, just find a way, I think, to make that if you want to have those district tournaments, make find a way to make it happen. Otherwise, don't have it. That's, Shenandoah didn't have a district tournament, and that's why, because there was there was no reason um, the Bull Run opted to have it. So um, that's something I'd like to see fixed in the future because, you know, we've got East Rock here playing multiple games before the regional tournament, and it certainly it means something to them. They've said that um, to get that district championship trophy, but at the same time, if Tyler Nickel – you know, it hurts his knee or, or Tyce McNair gets hurt. I don't know that they're going to be, um, you know, quite quite the same message there if, if that happens. So uh, we started talking about Harrisburg. This initial conversation. Let's end this initial conversation with Harrisonburg. As good as they're looking right now against uh, Class Three teams in the Valley District Tournament, and, and and as they've looked all regular season against Class Three teams in the Valley in the Valley District. Uh, what are the chances uh, of this team making any significant noise uh, once they get into 5D and then, you know, in Class 5, really? Well, it's going to be tough. I mean, Class 5 is, is loaded this year. I've, I've been keeping up with kind of around the state this year. Um, I mean, for, for what, the top 10 teams right now, I'm not even sure Harrisburg's even in the top 10 in the state at this point. Um, with that being said, I do think they have um, – they're a really deep team with a lot of athletes, and I think they have the type of athletes that can compete at that level. They focus enough on the defensive end, and that's really where they hang their hat is on the defensive end. Um, I think anytime you have a team that can do that, it's interesting when you have a one-game scenario in the playoffs. Um, I think if they can get a team that, that is having a bad shooting night and they're playing as well defensively, they can win a couple games. Um, but they didn't. I mean, they didn't get any favors with, with their first round matchup. They go down to William Fleming, um, a three loss team on Friday night um, for a first round game, who's considered probably a top five team in the state right now at that level. So uh, you know, it's tough. They they've had a great run through the valley, and early on in the year, they they 
played a bunch of class five schools and they really struggled and then it paid off for them in the district schedule um but now they're about to go back to that class five schedule and it'll be interesting to see kind of how they react because it i mean it's going to be tough they've got a tough matchup on friday but like i said they do have enough athletes and enough um focus on that defensive end i think they can they can keep games close to either way uh, let's jump back to, to, to Region 3C. Uh, let's talk about the Spotswood girls, who probably are the the, uh, the mighty big favorite to repeat as uh, Virginia High School League Class 3 girls basketball champions. You know, we know who Stephanie Oderkirk is. We know who Mackenzie Freeze is. And we hear all about the notorious LBH, that's Lexington Bennington Horton. Uh, but outside of that, you know, what... What what are, what are these trailblazers bringing to the table? I mean, you had a, you know, last year outside of Odekirk and and you know you you had a good supporting cast and you had a couple other standout players. Uh, but I mean, who, educate me on who the rest of this team, what the, who who's who's also on this team that's contributing? Yeah, I mean, I think all this this entire year has been kind of devoted to figuring out who's going to replace Nikayla Gray and Mary Reese Shiflet, and I'm not sure if they've really replace them per se i think that they've more in a way just kind of replaced them by committee um abby brainer's a player that you know coach dotson has talked about quite a bit over the years and, and he really has been waiting on her to kind of emerge as a star player um she certainly was impressive this year um probably one of the better players in the district um but she's I, i'm still kind of waiting on her to kind of have that that ability to take over a game the way Nikayla Gray was at times last year when Oderkirk was was not having the best game. Um, I haven't seen that quite out of her yet. She she gets a lot of easy transition buckets, things like that. No no time like the now to have that look at me game, right? Yeah, I mean, and that, and that's the thing. I think we there were times last year where where Nikayla we you know in the postseason she kind of took over for them and it really paid off. And I I think that's kind of what Abby Brainer's going to have to do one game or or a game or two throughout this postseason run if they're going to repeat. Um, and another player that that really had a big game the other night that um, left Dotson really pleased was Zoli Khalil. Um, her big brother Dallas Khalil was was the defensive lineman for the football team. Um, she's a freshman on the team and she's she's long, she's lengthy, she's got um, really good size for a freshman. I think she's going to really be a good player when it's all said and done. Um, she was kind of slow at, at the beginning of the year, coming into her role, um, and now in the past you know week, two weeks of the season, she's really emerged. And I think as we get into the postseason, we might see her grow up before our eyes and kind of maybe showcase a little bit of what the future for that team is going to look like after you know Oder Kirk, Bennington, Horton, Freeze, all those graduate uh let's stick with the boys or uh, let's stick with region 3c here and let's skip skip on over to the boys uh spotswood and broadway i guess who's got the best chance to to be in the class three tournament who's got the best chance to out of those two teams to to move on it's interesting because if for the longest time this year if you're keeping up the region 3c ratings those two teams were kind of sitting in that four and five spot and it looked like they were going to meet um, in that first round game and I actually thought that would have benefited both of them because I thought you know if they once they face each other obviously they would eliminate one of one of each other but they would have advanced the next round face Charlottesville and then if you beat Charlottesville then you have a chance to get then you're in the state tournament um, now instead I think Spotswood actually is really in a worse spot almost um, as the number three seed though uh, they'll host Heritage on Friday Heritage is a, a pretty good team even though they're number six and then they have to go through a good, really good Western team in the second round just to get to the um, state tournament. And then they would face, obviously, probably top city of Charlottesville in the championship. So they've got a tough road there ahead of them. Broadway, meanwhile, another tough road there as well. They face LCA in their first round. Um, so I think Broadway might have a little bit favorable, more favorable of a uh, run just because I think if they can get past LCA, I, th- I honestly think Charlottesville's um, – 
a little bit more beatable as the number one seed, even though they are number one. I think Western at number two is is really dangerous there. So um, both of those teams, though, I think Spotswood's probably the better team, and, and they've played better. But um, both of those teams are kind of in, in a unique spot this year compared to past seasons. I don't know that either one um, is really a favorite to get to the state tournament, but both of them have the potential to make a surprise run and definitely get there. Let's stick with the boys, and let's skip down the, the 2B uh, East Rock boys. I mean, you have the, he's a sophomore, ladies and gentlemen, and he's this program's all time leading scorer now. And then you have a senior who is the program's all time leading assist leader and steals leader. Uh, the latter is Tice McNair. Uh, the former is, uh, you may have heard of him. They tell me he's really good <laughs> at basketball. They say, quote unquote, star uh, in uh, Tyler Nickel. Uh, I mean, they're just, I mean, they're, they're just rolling. Yeah, and, you know, after watching them last night, Kyle Evick, he's a 6'6 uh, forward form. He had four threes last night for him in the first half, had 16 points. Um, they they are they're looking they're looking the part of a, a state championship contender. Um, you know I think they're definitely considered a top three or four team. Uh, you look at across the class two level. John Marshall's obviously I think the favorite, but then you got Dan River and Gate City who are also pretty good. Um, but East Rock's right there. I mean they have not missed a beat since last year. Um, I thought I think we thought we, they were going to with Colin Wigley and Dalton Jefferson all those guys gone, but they've picked up right where they left off and. The way they're sharing the ball is what stood out to me the most against watching them in their semifinal against Clark County. Um, it was just five, six, seven times before they would even attempt a shot. And every time they attempted it, it was just a wide-open look. Um, you know, you don't see Tyler Nickel or Tyson McNair being selfish. They're constantly looking for their teammates. Um, yeah, I mean, they're rolling. And, it, you know, when you look at their district schedule, um, they've got their district tournament on Friday against Page, which they beat twice by 20-plus points. Um, and then they've got their in the region, uh, you know, looking across that region, even you really don't see many teams there that I see on their level. Um, Buckingham County and Stuart Strathfield are the two and three seeds, and then Page is the fourth. So, you know, their path to a state tournament looks pretty, looks like they should be able to take care of business. Now, with that being said, they learned last year in the district tournament when they lost to Stanton. Um, fortunately, they were still able to advance, but they kind of learned then that they aren't invincible and not to overlook opponents, and that's what they talked about last night. So um, they're focused, they're locked in, and I think you know their path to the state tournament is pretty clear. And then once they get there, I, I don't see any reason why they can't get back to the state championship game. And this is especially on the small school level, Class 1 and Class 2, not you know maybe Class 3. Uh, when you have that one bona fide superstar like East Rock has in, in, in Nickel, what you see is you see the rest of the players kind of elevating themselves to get to that same level while they're not they're to that same level talent-wise. They could be that to the, on that same level grit and work ethic-wise. I think you saw it with Gate City te- that Gate City team mm-hmm. two years ago, maybe two, three years ago, mm-hmm. uh, with Mac McClung, who went on to Georgetown. And then you saw the rest of the players kind of elevate themselves, trying to get up to his level. And then Zach Irvin getting there eventually, who's now playing at Elon. Uh, and that's got to be nice to watch. Yeah, and you've definitely seen that with them. I mean, certainly in the case of – and I don't know if – I think this is maybe not necessarily because of Tyler, but Tice has elevated his game to the point where, you know – He's one of the best players. If 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 it wasn't Tyler Nickel, I think he might be the best player in the area right now with how well he's playing. So you do, you look at that right there when you're talking about the rest of the area right now as Class Three schools and Class Five schools, and you have the two best players. That's going to do something for you at the Class Two level. And then, like you said, I think that's what you've seen: Kyle Evick, um, Darius Lamb, um, Xavier Butler. Uh, 
Cooper Keys, um, all those guys have really had different games where they've elevated, and I think that's just by the nature of playing with the guy like Tyler Nickel and, and building that confidence, and obviously when you win, that helps as well. Uh, and while all this basketball is going on is for advancement and fine and dandy, Virginia High School League basketball ain't crowning any state championships this weekend. However, Virginia High School League wrestling will be down in Salem. And where's five? Five is... Oh, if you wouldn't have asked, I could have told you it's Chesapeake it's, area. Yeah, it's down towards the beach. Okay, uh, I had to check my notes. I don't have my notes with me. Cody and I uh, will be in Salem Saturday covering class one, two, and three. Cody, it it, it it's looked like we might have maybe one or two state champs. Maybe yeah, more. Maybe more. We've we've got you know at the class three level we've got um, Jesse Knight from TA and Zach Hartman uh, from Spots with both. We talked about them last week. I think both of them have very realistic chances. And then um, kind of the surprise story has been East Rock with their three-person team, and all three of them are now region 2B champions. Um, Derek Little, Brady Fincham, and uh, Dalton Shifflett. So um, all three cruised through the bull run, basically faced the same competition at region 2B. Um, now we'll see what they can do at the class 2 uh, state competition. But, yeah, I mean, you've got five regional winners there, at least from the city county. Um, then obviously uh, another dozen or so from around the area. Um, Antoine Washington will be at the class 5 uh, championships for Harrisonburg. He's a regional winner at, the t- at 220. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a pretty – strong winner for city county wrestlers and i think you know no matter what happens i think we're almost guaranteed at least one winner this weekend but i would say you know we could see multiple city county winners by the time we come home and if you want to follow the action from salem on saturday you can follow cody elliott cody what's your twitter uh cody underscore dnr sports and you can he'll be doing the most of the play-by-play and what's going on and i'll be adding my own little quips and color commentary uh and i'm a uh, sacco underscore dnr no longer sports no yet. longer just, sports just just <laughs> dnr so make sure you're following along i should be down there around 4 4 30 for the championship browns cody's going to get there a little earlier for probably some of the third place matches uh but cody anything else to add that i didn't ask that i was too dumb to think about yeah i think that's it i'm looking forward to uh getting this postseason journey underway <laughs> you gonna give me some shaving you give me some hair, uh, facial hair growing tips what, you, what do you recommend uh, that a man like me does to have such a smooth beard you know i i don't, I don't have anything okay I, can you give me some tips on getting hair back on the top of my head <laughs> when you if i if i had him i wasn't gonna share him anyway man <laughs> well cody thanks for joining us you guys follow along the rest of the action